Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Now make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review this podcast as well as share it with all of your friends. Well, this week we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit, more specifically that we are not to go anywhere without His presence. I want to talk to you first about a glory carrier that I know. Uh, He's a friend of mine and my husband's, and his name is Mario Murillo, and he has a story that defies all the odds. Just to give you a little background, Mario was born in San Francisco, California, which is actually referred to as the least church-going metro in America, and one of the last places you would expect to produce an international evangelist. Well, Mario began his preaching ministry in Berkeley, California, and he was in the drug-obsessed, occult-saturated, violent student revolution when he saw thousands of young students give their lives to Jesus Christ. Well, later on in San Jose, California, he planned a four-day crusade and it actually turned into a six-month crusade when the glory of God fell in a Azusa Street-type revival, meaning there were signs and wonders and demonstrations of the presence of God. Well, Mario has continued his crusade-style meetings in an aggressive invasion intended to reach the most forgotten and violent youth of America. Now, he's a glory carrier And he carries the the presence of God in a very heavy way. And he's considered a legend in the history of California Revival. Now, I sat down for lunch with Mario and his wife, Michelle, at a coffee shop in Reno, Nevada. And I took the opportunity to ask Mario about his relationship with the Holy Spirit. I mean, the demonstrations of glory in his life and ministry, they told me that he had a friendship with him, that it was deep, that it was mature. And I I wanted to know more about this. And Mario explained it this way, that, that he didn't grow up in the church. And so when he encountered the Holy Spirit, he had not been taught to reject him. He had not been taught to reject the power of the Holy Spirit. And he thought that, that everyone knew to, to be filled with the Holy Spirit and receive their heavenly language and to receive his power from on high. But he discovered that much in the church had not been taught that very thing. And then, and then later on, he was, became very grieved when he noticed that there were pastors who were actually engaging in ministry without being led by the Spirit of God. That was one thing that he learned early on was how to be led by the Holy Spirit and and to have this as a practical living, decision-making relationship in his life. He learned how to walk in the Spirit. He learned how to be led by the Spirit. And he was shocked when he discovered so many, so many who were professing Christians, ministers, pastors, who didn't have that same kind of relationship. He said it was painful and he had to had to really check himself and not succumb to pressure by those who considered his relationship with the spirit out of the ordinary or, you know, exceptional. And and he said, "No, this is normal. This is what what it should be for everybody." You know, every glory carrier, meaning every person who carries the presence of the Holy Spirit in their life in a demonstrable way, is going to attest that following his presence is a daily decision, a decision that's challenged by 
arguments that are sophisticated and all of these justifiable excuses. But if you want to live in the unbroken fellowship of the Holy Spirit and continue going from glory to glory, then you have to learn, really learn how to follow him. You have to learn connection, what it feels like and what breaks it. And there's this contentment that comes to you when you've chosen to follow his clear leading and his, his clear leading just happened to be in a way that's not popular or it goes against your church or denominational tradition, or it comes under the scrutiny of those in your social circle. And it's not about being right and others wrong. It's simply having kept that connection, that intimate connection with the spirit of God, even while others are pressuring you to not do so. And, and so glory carries, they refuse, literally refuse to go anywhere. He's not leading them to go. And they adopt this impassioned heart cry of Moses. If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. That's Exodus 33, 15. Well, we all know that one person whose, whose presence, whose influence, they always remind us about our heavenly priorities and they, they have this contagious lifestyle that puts God first and, and they'll remind you too, you know, that you need to keep your ways pure. Well, Moses in the Bible was that kind of guy and he, he loved God and he followed him wholeheartedly. And, you know, he was one that learned friendship with God. He, he just kept going back to God again and again in authentic friendship and and he began to carry and glow with his presence well he went up the mountain for 40 days and when he did that the israelites lost his convicting voice for that you know that short period of time and under the leadership of Aaron they they decided that you know we don't know where Moses is and so we want to worship this gold calf and and Aaron complied with with their disloyalty and allowed them to worship this gold calf while Moses was on the mountain and so you know for those of you who know the bible story you know that this this whole scene turned deadly because Moses came down and and he and the Lord ended up disciplining the Israelites and it was it was quite severe and and then you know the the Israelites once they once they realized that they were in so much trouble uh you know they began to to finally mourn and and turn back to the Lord because God said I'm still going to send you into that promised land but I'm I'm going to send my angel uh, to to lead you and I'm not going to lead you myself. In other words, he was saying, I'm going to revoke my presence. And this is where, you know, the Israelites begin to realize how severe and serious this was. And Moses did as well. And so Moses courageously interceded. And he said, if your presence doesn't go with us, don't send us up from here. Moses wasn't going to go anywhere or receive anything if it cost him the presence of his best friend. And you know, for all of us, this is the ultimate test because we can live in the promised land. And the Israelites, that's what they were being offered. They can and we can live in the promised land and not have any sense of his presence. And people do that all the time. And, and, you know, and should we then be concerned that God could remove his manifest presence from us today? Well, after Jesus' death and resurrection, he sent his Holy Spirit as promised to, to 
powerfully dwell on the inside of you and me and to encounter us continuously with demonstrations of glory. And you may recall that the Holy Spirit, he doesn't leave our inner man. Uh, As believers in Jesus, he's made his home in us. We are his temple. But keep in mind, there is a difference between his Holy Spirit being in you and his Holy Spirit coming upon you, meaning his presence and anointing. They can still lift off of us, which is entirely different from him leaving us altogether. But remember, the Holy Spirit is a person with feelings, a will, emotions, intelligence. And the Bible says that he can be grieved. He can be extinguished, quenched, resisted by both believers and unbelievers alike. And when this happens, the Holy Spirit doesn't stay where he's not honored or wanted And his presence will lift from us. It'll lift from individuals and he will lift in grief from our gatherings. And so what happens is that we don't experience this freeing, life-giving signs and wonders. We don't encounter his glory. And so we learn from Moses' instructions. It's possible to live in your promised land, meaning you can live in a measure of his tangible material blessings, but not have any discernible connection to his presence. And so I just want to challenge you with this, that we don't want to be that kind of person. We want to constantly bring the Holy Spirit into every decision that we make, every moment of our day, and and be mindful of that connection. Learn connection with Him. Learn what breaks it. Learn what keeps it. And constantly stay there. And that's where we begin to see people who truly carry His glory and demonstrate signs and wonders every day of their life. And so I want to thank you once again for joining me for Take 10 with Jen. And can you help me out and financially partner with me to actually get this podcast as well as other resources around the globe? Just go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.